0: The Minnesota Wild took two humongous bites out of the Big Apple over the weekend. We recap both wins against the Islanders and the Rangers and how this team continues their role today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap two big wins in the Big Apple as Alex Micheletti joins the show to talk about how the Wilds were able to outlast the Rangers and the Islanders as we look ahead to the final game of the first half of the season. We'll talk about the goalie situation as well as two big performances by Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen. also. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wilds veteran Minnesota sports content producer with a decade's worth of experience covering our favorite Minnesota sports teams and now at the helm of Lockdown Wild, joined by my usual Monday co-host, Alex McLetty And Alex, Wild love the Big Apple, it would appear, and uh, it made for a fun sports weekend with uh, the AFC and NFC Championship Games. All in all, it's fun to have uh, a team that is winning just like... uh, just like the uh, NFL teams that are at the pinnacle of their season too.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, especially the Rangers are really, really, really good team. Um, They're going to be major contenders in the Eastern conference. Um, So that was, that was a major, major victory and uh, you know, coming, coming uh, from behind and uh, you know, on a Jersey retirement for one of the best players ever in the NHL and Henrik Lundqvist. And so um yeah it was that was impressive come from behind uh victory and uh the islanders uh made a really big push late there too and so uh nice to get the sweep and uh five game winning streak uh you can't can't top that right now and uh you know you got kevin fiala um he has the longest point streak going in the nhl right now and uh matt boldy nine points in nine games so i mean the boys the boys are rolling
0: the boys are buzzing. They finished the month of January 8-1-1. I did the math myself, outscoring opponents 44-28 in that stretch. And uh, it's fitting, in talking about the, uh, the Rangers' win to start, it's fitting that if you're going to go into an opponent's arena on a night where they're retiring one of the all-time greats, Jerseys, in Henrik Lundqvist, fitting that a couple of former Rangers end up Being the difference makers uh, in that one is Matt Zuccarello, obviously uh, heavily factored in the outcome and Cam Talbot back off of injury, uh, stepped in and was just great. And, you know, you talked about it. Uh, The Rangers are a very dangerous team, but fitting that two former Rangers end up being the deciding factors in the win.
1: Yeah. Um, Zuccarello getting that one, uh, power play goal on his buddy, um, uh, or, you know, on his former, uh, team and Lundquist, uh, was on air for the Rangers broadcast. <laughs> so, uh, don't give that guy the puck. And then he scores, you know, immediately. So that was, that was funny. And, um, Cam was brilliant down the stretch there. Um, <laughs> got kind of ugly late with the New York, uh, Rangers fans throwing full beers on the ice. Uh, and uh, you know, it wasn't a goal. They reviewed it. Um, so it was clearly, I mean everybody looked at it you know, did not cross the line. Um, and so yeah, um fun fun to see those former Rangers beat their beat their former club and uh you know uh Kevin Fiala was brilliant in that game. Uh you know, he just continues his wonderful play with Matt Boldy. Um so much fun to watch. And you know, this team uh, you know continues uh the battle through adversity, um you know fellino getting hurt in that game and not being able to play tonight and you know Brandon Duheim just steps up uh, in his spot and it scores the first goal in the Islanders game, so just crazy
0: yeah, it's just you know i I saw it in some of capo's um some of his thoughts after the game and we'll we'll talk about that as we yeah. recap the Islanders game, but you know two of the big phrases for this team. This year have seemed to be next man up and find a way. You know, you talked about Kevin Fiala and Matt Boldy being just unbelievably good here over the uh, the last couple of weeks since Boldy stepped into the lineup. Freddie Goudreau, you know, that's that's a big key for this team because we we talk about a spot that the Wild can upgrade their lineup in the center for that line to try to make it. As dynamic as the caprizov uh, Hartman Zuccarello line is, if Goudreau can give them anything offensively, that's going to only help that team because of what he can do uh, on the defensive side of the puck as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, adversity for him uh, against the Rangers too. Uh, you know, misses the <laughs> misses the penalty shot and then uh, you know comes back and just snipes snipes one for the, for the game winner. Um, so, um, yeah, that was, that was impressive. And, uh, you know, like, like you said, um, you know, he's, he's lights out defensively, um, you know, just needs to give, give a little bit more offense, but, you know, Boldy and, and Fiale are feeding off of each other. And, you know, sometimes you don't even need your center. You can, you know, you have your, def- uh, D, uh, D guys out there too, but, you know, those two are just, just impressive, and it's fun to see Boldy on the power play, too. Um, mm. You know, he's he's just fit in there just so, you know, seamlessly. And, uh, um, you know, given, given Fiala so much confidence, um, too, um, you know, who would have ever thought Fiala would be have, having the longest, you know, point streak going in the NHL right now with all the superstars in the league?
0: Yeah, it's, it's fascinating because that's a huge topic as well that is, is going to be addressed later this week. Um, for uh, for locked on wilds in if you have to make a decision between Matt Dumba and Kevin Fiala who do you trade and i have done a complete complete 180 in my thinking on the topic just with how Fiala has played with Boldy here um on this stretch and you know i would love to say if they have a way to keep both they'll do it and obviously that's the goal but Man, that offense! When you have uh, a couple of lines that you can count on scoring every single night, just makes this team very dangerous.
1: Yeah, I mean, we saw it against Vegas last uh, in the in the postseason. Uh, they uh, their number one goal was to shut down Kaprizov, and they at times really did that and really frustrated him. And so you're going to need a second line to to be there to step it up when you know. Um, when those guys go, go cold a little bit, Zuccarello and, and Hartman and Caprizov. And so, you know, especially, um, you know, the way things are looking right now, it could be Vegas again that they play in the first round. So, um, you know, they're gonna, or, you know, at some point play Colorado. And so you're going to need, need that second scoring line to, to, to definitely help. And you know, that, uh, the green, Greenway, um, Eck and Felino line, um, you know, you don't have to rely on them for scoring, but they're going to grind teams down, um, and that's that's their that's a role.
0: Um, I did see some Rangers fans pointing out that, but we didn't have Adam Fox in the lineup. Well, the Wild were without, and obviously, it's not to the same extent. They didn't have Nico Sturm or John Merrill, and they've played large stretches of games without the likes of Jared Spurgeon, Jones Brodeen, Jewel Erickson, and Cam Talbot. So. Miss me with the we weren't at full strength because they still had one of the best goalies in the NHL between the pipes yeah. in uh, Igor Shosturkin, and Wild ended up getting the win. So I, I mean, just...
1: Chris Kreider's got 30-plus goals. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mika Zabinijad, uh, Jacob Truba... I mean, the list goes on and on of, of really, you know, the bread man, Artemi Panarin, you know. So I mean, they they are a talented squad without without Adam Fox, um, and uh, they had a two nothing lead, you know, at home. So yep. that no excuses for that.
0: Yeah, you didn't have to blow the two nothing lead; they just <laughs> chose to. So, all in all, a a good start to the New York road trip. Uh, welcome back, Jonas Brodeen, By the way, he played twenty four minutes, just just like. He- he always does. So that's like a
1: top 5 defenseman yeah. in the league. That's I've been saying that all seasons.
0: So. Unreal performance. Uh tell you what, let's uh, let's dive a little deeper into the Islanders win as the Wilds not only beat the Rangers, they also beat the Islanders on the New York road trip. We will talk about that plus more with Alex Micheletti coming up next here on Locked on Wilds. It is 2022 and New Year's resolution time is in full swing. So if you're trying to eat a little healthier, and uh, get yourself into fighting shape. Built Bar is the best route to go. Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate and is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I'm, I'm going to double down on that. It tastes better than a candy bar. Most Built Bars contain right around 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. If you compare that to your favorite candy bar, you'll find that candy bars typically have 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So if you are looking to try to stay out of the bad habit zone, grab your candy bar stash wherever it may be, in your house, in your car. Give them to somebody else. I'm not advocating throwing away candy. I can't advocate for that. But uh, give those uh, candy bar stashes to somebody else. Grab a built Bar and put them in all of your favorite places. And you will never be disappointed. You can head to Built.com and use the promo code Locked15 and get 15% off of your order right now. Use the promo code Locked15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked On Wild. Thank you once again to the listeners for helping us do it, shattering records every month with this show. I uh, had over 16,000 downloads for the month of January up to date so uh, again unbelievable stuff we continue to chart upwards and upwards getting towards that 20,000 mark we're going to hit that this year I guarantee it so always uh, always fun to see that and always fun to see Minnesota get wins against New York teams because uh, well it just doesn't happen and so after the 3-2 win on Friday night over the Rangers Wild followed that up with a 4 to 3 win over the New York Islanders and Alex it was pretty much the exact opposite script. Wild got off to a hot start, scored a couple of goals, the Islanders got it to within 2 to 1, but they just they could never get the equalizer goal as uh 2 to 1 went to 3 to 1, then it was 3 to 2, then it was 4 to 2, then it was 4 to 3 and that was it. But you know the Wild found a way to get it done without Marcus Foligno. And, you know, if we want to talk about that point first and foremost, uh, I saw people suggesting that it was kind of an ugly win for the Wild, and I will agree with that. But I think we saw a perfect example of what Marcus Foligno brings to this lineup when he is out there. Not not only the scoring that he's brought this year, but just the presence. And it just it felt like his presence was definitely lacking uh, despite the wild being able to get the win.
1: Yeah. He drives the bus to the team. He's uh, he's the energ- energizer bunny. Um, you know uh, you know, the Islanders are, are a, a different type of team. They uh, they're not a very skilled team. I mean, they, they do have Matt Barzell, but they, a lot of their big guns are grinders. Um, you know, Brock Nelson, isn't known as a skilled guy. He's more of a grinder, you know, gets his goals out front. Dalla Zach Parise who's on that team. Uh, same, same thing with Anders Lee. I mean, he parks his his rear end out front and gets, gets a lot of greasy goals that way. Um, and so, yeah, they just, uh, uh, you know, Barry Trotts teams, they play extreme, ex- extremely defensively. And so, you know, if you can get a good lead on them, you know, it makes it very difficult for them to, to come back from. And, you know, they almost pulled it off, but, uh, you know, Kappa was, was brilliant there down the stretch, you know, 40 saves. So yeah, it was um, yeah. we'll, we'll take the win for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it was, it was a flurry that he faced down the stretch. I mean, it's weird with just how bad the Islanders have been offensively. Mm -hmm. It's weird to see them put up a 40 shot night, but they, they they were given the wild, everything they could handle. And, Capo, just he just stood on his head and uh and got the wild that win.
1: Yeah, just just impressive uh you know he continues to to step up when they need him and uh you know he he was good in in uh stretches when when Cam was hurt and you had know, to carry the bacon and uh um you know again the wild uh, tonight uh, showed their depth uh, uh from scoring from you know multiple lines line scoring again and uh, some of the defenders chipping in for assists too, and um, you know Brodine played brilliantly. Um, yeah, so overall, really solid team win.
0: Um, you, you talk about the depth scoring, and uh, I know you know it was on a deflection, but Kirill Kaprizov scored again, and it just bears. I'm I said it in the recap of the game uh, for the the lockdown now portion. Um, it bears repeating: Kirill Kaprizov's numbers over the last twenty games—thirteen goals, twenty-one assists—in his last twenty games. So he's he's got thirty-four points in his last twenty games. The Wild have outscored opponents twenty-eight to thirteen in five-on-five uh, five situations with him on the ice. Um, I, I, we. <laughs> I don't know if we even saw this type of level from him. Um, I think we saw it in more concentrated portions last year, but it seems like he's getting even better than, uh, than what he brought to the table last year.
1: Yeah. His vision tonight was incredible. The pass he made to tack behind the net. Um, you know, he it was a rocket pass tech and that collected it. And uh, I don't think Eck even wanted to shoot, but he got it by Sorokin and, power play uh, power play assist for for Krill on that but uh you know another two points um you know no no sophomore slump (laughs) um at all um you know uh that chemistry that he has with with Zuccarello is is unmatched you see how much fun they have on the ice and off the ice you see that you know funny commercial that they just filmed and uh, (laughs) or whatever video um content um and uh yeah Hartman's uh, uh fit in well with those two and uh yeah it's he's he's so much fun to watch and um you know this team in the past was always accused as as being the you know boring the minnesota mild (laughs) and uh you know that's completely changed and uh yeah it's it's so much fun he he uh you know he brings so much life to that to the team and you see how excited guys are when they're out there with them so um you know he has the game changer.
0: Yeah, and, you know, next man up mentality. Um, it doesn't hurt to have those guys at the top end, but uh, I wanted to plug Brandon Duhame, too, for uh, for slotting in. Man. And this, you know, this is an interesting kind of discussion point as well because Jordan Greenway will be a restricted free agent at the end of this season, and he may be a player that has moved to try to alleviate some salary cap. Um, if that is indeed the route that the wild go, it seems like they've got a pretty logical successor, uh, in Brandon Duhame to slot in and, uh, and take over on that Erickson line Cause you know, you, you talk about a line that needs to be physical and kind of mix it up with people. Yeah. He for sure does.
1: Yeah. He, he, uh, he loves, uh, you know, he loves creating contact out there and, <laughs> um, he is not afraid to drop them if, if need be. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's perfect. Uh, you know um, it's, it's, uh, I always root for those college kids, you know, he played at Providence and so, um, you know, comes from, from Florida of all places and has uh, you know, fit in tremendously and uh, um, yeah, he, he can do it all um, you know um, and uh, that's the perfect guy you want on this team for sure.
0: Uh, Jonas Brodin. 27 minutes 52 seconds of ice time in his second game back from injury uh welcome back and
1: the swedish ryan Suter.
0: he so there was one specific moment that i that i pulled from the game in watching Brodeen, and it was the uh the islanders had a two-on-one and Brodeen, i i kind of had an idea who it was that broke it up then i saw the 25 and i'm like Jonas Sprodyin yeah. just did it again. He might be he might be one of the best players in the league at single-handedly breaking up opponents two-on-ones and, you know, it's something that I I've said a lot on this show. It's something that you don't pick up on unless you're really watching for it. Um just criminally underrated defenseman that uh, we've had a chance to watch over the last several years and he just he seems like he just continues to do the same things on a nightly basis that uh, that we get to see but nationally he doesn't get enough credit for
1: yeah when you're uh uh when you're not the defenseman that's scoring a ton um you know it's it's tough to get that praise um you know (laughs) um and what he does you know he's not necessarily known as an offensive defenseman but uh I mean, you can control games on the defensive side too, and shut, shutting down opponents, uh, their top guns. And, you know, he continues to do that on a nice nightly basis. And, um, you know, it's amazing what this team did without him for, for that stretch of games. Um, but, you know, when he's, when he's in there too, um, you know, it takes pressure off off the wild to have to use that third, third pairing as much. Yep. Um, and so, um, you know, especially when Jordy Ben's out there. So, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's nice to see how well he's playing. Um, Spurgeon is just playing brilliant, uh, brilliantly, I think, too. And um, Dumba's pitching in offensively uh, when need be. And, uh, yeah, the decor's uh, you know, helping, helping the goaltenders out tremendously.
0: Brings us back to the two main points for the Wild the entire season. Next man up, find a way. So uh, it's it was a fun weekend, one more game before the All-Star break for the Wilds, but then a busy month of February, including, as I just found out in uh, taking a look, the Wilds have quite the interesting Canada road trip in late February. So what we'll do, we'll take a look at the, uh, the February schedule, the additions that were made, and uh, kind of what we think the Wilds will do in the month of February as they try to further solidify their playoff standings. Now third in the central, back where they belong. Uh, So we'll uh, finish up today's episode of Locked on Wild with Alex Micheletti after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Seth Topol and Alex Micheletti hanging out here as we gaze ahead to the month of February. And Alex, here's what we've got. At Chicago on Wednesday. At Winnipeg on the 8th. Home against Carolina on the 12th. Home against Detroit on the 14th. At Winnipeg again on the 16th. Home against Florida on the 18th. And then we get to the, uh, the great Canada road trip. At Edmonton on the 20th. At Ottawa on the 22nd. At Toronto on the 24th. At Calgary on the 26th. It's... Kind of daunting, but there are also several winnable games uh, throughout that stretch that uh, leads you to believe that the Wild could come close to what they did in January with uh, a similar amount of games in February.
1: Yeah, the only tough ones um, that you mentioned in that stretch, um, Florida, who I think is the best team in the NHL right now, um, and Carolina, um, and uh, Toronto. But, I mean, everybody else, they can they can really beat, um, you know, they've, uh, uh, they've put a beating on, uh, on Winnipeg um, a couple of times. Um, you know, that just seems like a team that they get fired up to play against and uh, you know, same thing with Chicago and uh, you know, some of those other teams aren't, aren't, aren't very, aren't very good. And so um, they've proven that they can beat Edmonton too. So.
0: Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll get a chance as we'll finish off with just some NHL headlines. We'll get a chance to see Evander Kane. Yeah. <laughs> with the Edmonton Oilers, Um, I was surprised but also not surprised in the slightest that uh, Evander Kane found his way back into the NHL. Is this going to be the move that gets Edmonton back on track or is this going to be one that further breaks the car?
1: No, they (laughs) – they played Montreal the first game, you know, um and so I'm not going to give anything, you know, off off that type of performance even though he scored. Um, you know, Montreal's just a team in chaos They're right so now. they so bad. Uh, they had a tough week. I mean, uh, you know, you know they got uh Zegers doing the Michigan on them too and uh getting blown out by by the Wild and 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 Edmonton too and you saw in that Edmonton game uh Zach Cassian took out their goaltender, and no one stood up for the goaltender. Yeah, um, Jeff Petrie had to apologize after the game. It's like <sighs> you're not going to stand up for your goalie. <laughs> I mean that that's a bad look. Bad look on the leadership group. Um, you know, it's 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 tough times uh, in Montreal, and I bet they'll trade. I mean, they got a bunch of guys that um, would you know any any type of playoff type team would would love to have a mike hoffman or tyler to guys that can can score and have proven it um in this league so that's a team that's going to be interesting to watch come uh, trade deadline time
0: cole caulfield nick suzuki
1: yeah brendan gallagher i mean some proven names i i I don't know what went wrong with that team
0: get um (laughs) Get Suzuki and Caulfield to the Minnesota Wild and yeah. Rem Pitlick back.
1: <laughs>
0: I know, uh, I know. State of Hoppy would uh, would be banging the drum for that, so I'll I'll, I'll put the that. plug out there. Um, we'll also have the All Star break, as mentioned, um, after the uh, the game against Chicago, and so it'll be a chance for Cam Talbot and Kirill Kaprizov. Unfortunately, Ryan Hartman did not get in, but um, always fun to just see the Minnesota players in the all-star game kind of interact with the rest of the league. And this is just another opportunity for Kirill Kaprizov to put on a show in front of a national audience.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, it's in Vegas. So that's, that adds to it. And you know, the three on three is, it's so fun to watch and yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, the goaltending is, you know, non-existent. Um, so if Cam gives up a bunch, it doesn't really matter, but, uh, it'd be fun to see Kirill with some other guys that are non-teammates and, uh, um you know the west uh, you know those some of those guys some um, are you know <laughs> you know Connor McDavid's that those <laughs> those types it's you know it's 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 fun to watch for sure
0: um if not for the Minnesota Wilds and their current hot streak um they would probably be the most talked about team in the Western Conference but The Colorado Avalanche apparently are never going to lose a game again. They've won 10 in a row. They've won 18 straight at home. And you look at the standings in the West right now. They have 67 points. Nashville is next closest with 58. But one point ahead of the Wilds, and the Wilds have five games in hand on them. They also have three games in hand on the Avalanche. But uh, Colorado just steamrolling teams in the West is – that going to be the case the rest of the year or are there going to be some teams that can actually catch them?
1: I don't think so. I mean, uh, um, Kale McCarr. Well, I think he has 18 goals. It's uh, for a defenseman. It's just outrageous. Um, and they continue to, um, they battle through adversity too. Um, you know, Nathan McKinnon gets hurt. Uh, he's been hurt a couple times. Um, Landis Cog's been hurt. Um, Rantman same, you know, so it's just, they, they're a wagon. They, um, yeah, that team has so much speed and it's going to come down to Kemper in the playoffs, you know. Yep. Um you know, uh, Grubauer couldn't do it. Um so um we'll you know, they shipped him away and so we'll see if uh see if Darcy Kemper's the the missing piece. Um but uh they have everything else.
0: Yeah, and you know, Grubauer not going to get a chance to uh to try the playoffs for Seattle this year because oh. they have not it been is. great. <laughs> but um it, it is fun. I mean, you look, at, um, you look at the West, the Wild have the second most goals in the West right now. Uh, they have the third most points in the Central, third most points in the West, and they've played the, uh, they're tied for the fewest games in the Western Conference. So uh, a chance for the Wild now that the regular schedule is done. February is going to be a big month for this team, mm-hmm. but if they can continue to just next man up and find a way, I have a feeling this team could uh, find themselves only trailing the Avalanche uh, by the time the uh, the month of February is done. So we'll just uh, we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a fun stretch for sure.
0: Yes, it will. Well, I think that's a good spot to uh, to leave it here for today's episode of Locked On Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure that you head over to Locked On Bets to get the lowdown on all of your favorite teams and how you can get your gambling on track. Locked on Bets is available on all podcast platforms, just like Locked on Wild. Make sure to follow us anywhere you listen to podcasts and everywhere you listen as well. You can follow us on social media as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. We keep you as up-to-date on Minnesota Wild happenings as possible because... If a puck drops in the state of hockey, Locked On Wild is there to keep you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.